Welcome to Mindset Talks Podcast. It's your girls, Cassie and Amanda, and we are here to share our mindsets, elevate yours, and have some fun while achieving better versions of ourselves. Hey, girl. (laughs) Hey, what's going on? You're always (laughs) laughing at me. I just, I don't understand it. You got some nerve. You literally are the one who laughs the most between the two of us. I do. And it's something that I need to probably not do as much because I know a lot of times I do it out of like, just like nerves or whatever. But oh my gosh, just goes to show that you can still laugh after loss. Laughter is good for the soul. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely is. I realized too, like even when you don't feel like laughing and then you do, you like feel like a smidge better. Yeah, it, yeah, it really is a thing. It's medicine. Laughter is medicine. It surely is. It's like some Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love to have you around because you make me laugh all the time. I'm your Tylenol. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Tylenol to your headache. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you that now from, from now on. Please don't. <laughs> so... <sighs> In today's episode, I want to do a little reflecting. Um, I want to kind of talk about how, you know, we have quite a few episodes in the bucket now for our podcast. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to reflect a little bit on just this thing we're doing, on how we are really talking about difficult experiences in our lives. And sharing them with the world you know yeah we're pretty filterless on what we've been through i think so and how it continues to affect us to days that are years after the fact of you know traumatic experiences that we've had Mm -hmm. and you know i i see this podcast as not only support for people listening to us, but also for myself. Um, Mm. You know, it's like therapeutic in the sense of being able to talk about what I've gone through and how it's affected me because that's not really stuff that you talk about out loud. Like, you'll talk about how you lost someone, but, oh, you know, I've grieved this way or this is what I've done to cope or these are unhealthy habits that I've engaged in. And mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, I feel kind of proud of myself a little bit. Kudos to you. <laughs> but I, I understand what you're saying, though, because it's like, it's not often you'll come across somebody who is willing to just sit there and listen to you talk and talk about, you know, your experiences and like the specifics mm-hmm. and the details and like the little things and the nitty gritty. Um, yeah. But, you know, like you said, it's okay to, like, bring up someone during, like, a casual conversation and being like, oh, you know, my dad used to do this or he used to do that or whatever. But not really going into the details of, like, what we went through because it's just not something that's talked about. And although it is hard, I do think it's important um, because, you know, even an expected death, I guess you can call it. Um, you mm-hmm. still go through your own like traumatic experiences and that that takes a, a huge toll on people. Um, it really does. And I'm learning that talking is is a good thing to do. It's kind of soothing. It's oddly soothing. And it's just nice to be able to like share your pain, you know, mm-hmm. and 
even though it may not be as painful as when it first happened, but being able to say, like, this is what I went through. But here I am years later to say that I've made it through this painful moment. I made it through these painful times. And it's truly helpful to others. Like, just thinking this past week that I've actually connected with one of my associates from work because they have lost someone Mm -hmm. and it tore them the fuck up. Like, they were not in a good place. They wanted to... You know, they didn't want to, but they felt triggered a little bit Mm. by unhealthy habits from their past and, you know, was going to, you know, put themselves in a place where they're not outside with society at the time to be able to get themselves together and to also avoid those triggers. So that way Mm. they can maintain some sort of a healthy state with this terrible news they got. Yeah. And like we have this open door policy at work where um, associates can come and talk to managers about anything, you know, not have to worry about retaliation or being penalized in some type of way. Mm-hmm. It's just an open door policy as it, as clearly as it states, it's just being able to be able to sit down and talk and just get stuff off your chest. Yeah. And that's good. it's important. Yes. This associate utilized this. And, you know, I found that to be a, uh, a little bit of a brave thing because for myself, my job is not the first place I'm going to, to be able to right. like help myself, you know, yeah. like my job helps me when it comes to maintaining my bills. <laughs> but, you know, when it comes to like a therapeutic factor or my mental health, my job impairs my mental health. They don't <laughs> aid my mental health, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so here I am being able to be that support for someone mm. was like it was awesome. Like it was, it was a crappy situation. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. And it was hard because there were times in a conversation I had to say, "Feel how you're feeling." You know, it's okay to feel how you're feeling. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I honestly don't know what to say to that because I personally haven't experienced that same thing, but I have experienced losing someone near and dear to me. Right. So, I, you know, I could relate on certain things and certain things I couldn't. And then, you know, them talking about their past and certain things that they're avoiding I you know I was able to relate in a small sense of you know smoking in my past you know that was about as far as it went never you know (laughs) I I wasn't daring enough to try anything else but you know yeah but you know I I had a habit of smoking that I had to cut out and you know in this person they're led by the faith of God so you know they have you know their church as a community but you know they're like I don't have I don't have a lot of people you know in my circle. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that was the main reason why they wanted to utilize that policy too, because it was also um, the wee hours of the morning because I work early as shit. So, you know, it's, there's not a lot of people available for you to reach out to at that time. Yeah. And just some good things I realized I shared with them was that they had people they wanted to reach out to and they were coming up with reasons why, they didn't want to reach out to those people because of it being a parent of theirs who has dealt with enough of their shit throughout their lifetime. So they don't want to mm-hmm. add another thing to their plate or their um, pastor who is of a certain age and don't want to really, you know, exhaust them with their shit. Yeah. And or reaching out to this person because of the time of day. But that person is is uh, 
the relationship they have with that person is for that person to be of their support. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, your parents, they chose to have you here. (laughs) Just because you're over 18 doesn't mean that they're done dealing with you. Right. I said, any good parent is there for you regardless of what shit you've gone through. Mm -hmm. You know, and especially for this to be dealing with the passing of someone, that's totally different. You didn't put yourself in a situation. You're hurt. You're literally hurt. And unfortunately, in this situation, they were heartbroken. So, like, that's a totally different kind of pain. That's a totally different kind of support that's needed. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, yeah, I need you to bail me out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, it's right. it's literally, I just need you to be my support. And then I said, and even with a pastor, they are, it don't matter what age they are. They chose that oh, job. Yeah. You know? They chose to be that support. And I said, and if someone who is truly of your support, and you reach out to them, and they tell you, you know, I can't be there for you right now, but they give you another time. Don't be beaten up by that because they literally could not get back in contact with you or they could just tell you no, but not give you a follow up as to when they would be available for you. I said, so until you reach those points, don't rule people out as being unavailable or not being an option. Yeah. But I think that's a huge point to to make is that like a lot of people don't feel comfortable going to the people that are like in their circle just because they don't want to feel like they're burdening them or bothering them. And <sighs> it's sometimes right. it's so much easier to just go to like a stranger. Um, mm-hmm. Like I know for me, I have like hearing you say that and stuff. And I realize a lot of times like I don't talk to people close to me is because I just feel like I'm just like word vomiting and like I'm going to like bother them when like I know they have all this other shit to deal with. Like I don't need to pile on top of that and give you my shit too you know exactly so i totally get that yeah girl this is why y'all be telling me that i don't show no emotion and this and that (laughs) because i already know everybody has their own stuff going on in their lives and the last people that i want to add shit to their plates or and not that it's their responsibility to take on because i talk about it Mm -hmm. but if people operate like i do you tell me and i'm just going to keep thinking about it I'm just going to keep thinking about it. I'm just going to keep thinking about it. It's going to be on my mind because you shared it with me. So the fact that that's how I process things, I avoid telling other people stuff (laughs) because I just don't want them to be the same type of processor. And then now they feel like they have to do something about it or they feel like they have to be my hero or they feel obligated in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So (laughs) I, I get that. I really get that whole going to someone who's outside your circle. I mean, for myself that's part of the reason why I have a therapist because it's good to have people that you can talk to like almost everything about but I personally feel like there's you can't talk to everyone about everything right you know so having that that you know safe net person who isn't necessarily a key component of your life as in like your personal relationships but Mm -hmm. at least like a um therapist type of relationship is where you can be able to put those things into the atmosphere so I I kind of took on that therapist role for this associate you know it's cool I was kind of there um and the associate said numerous times like I I got them to laugh a few times (laughs) in there you know me I can't go anywhere without a good joke (laughs) here and there yeah (laughs) I'm gonna make you giggle just a little bit I'm gonna try I'm at least try Mm -hmm. you know they cried a few times, which was fine. I was like, yo, feel how you're feeling. Stop holding back. I said, right. don't be like me and suppress your feelings. They don't get you anywhere. <laughs> you're just going to explode later and it's not going to be pretty. So yeah. just let it out. Mm-hmm. I said, just at least release a little bit here and there. And then that way 
you're just not as bottled up. But, right. you know, they said, like, they felt like our interaction was like a set appointment. Like, <laughs> it was arranged to be that way because out of the number of managers we have in our store, mm. I just happened to be the one that was there. The associates right. usually do not even know who the next manager is opening in the morning and this and that. Oh, really? Mm. Right. Yeah. So it's like they don't usually know. Like the other managers, you know, we know each other's schedules, but the associates don't. Gotcha. So the fact that I was the one who was there and not saying that none of the other managers couldn't have related, mm-hmm. but I find myself to be. Like that person for people where people are comfortable with just saying, you know, whatever they feel like they need to say, like they're comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that, like, once again, not that they're not comfortable with the other managers, but it's like right. weird because I, I get the same feedback from different people across different situations. So it's really weird, you know, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, how many times do I always tell you that you're always <laughs> in the right place at the right time? Like, <laughs> no matter what it is, you're just you know? o- like, you just always like pop up and you're just you're always there. And it's right. like not intentional. You're like, you're not like, oh, I'm going to go be there for this person right now. No, it's I just, really don't. <laughs> no, but it's I weird. really don't. Yeah. And the thing that made it super weird is that that associate was originally not coming to work. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't going to come in for their shift mm-hmm. and they were going to go you know, take care of themselves in another way. And then as you know, they just walk into the building and I'm like, isn't this the same person who called out? Yeah. Like, what are they doing here right now? It's early as hell, (laughs) you know? But then they're just like, hey, you know, I just need to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. So yeah, yeah, it was like, it was a touching experience because I've had made connections with people, you know, through losing someone, you know, just like, of random conversations or you know my go-to bringing my mom up if I can when it's relevant like Mm -hmm. seeing someone in Raiders gear and like oh my mom loved the Raiders you know like just making (laughs) some point of connection if I can Mm -hmm. um you know I just even learned that another associate lost her mom on Christmas so for her Mm -hmm. family Christmas is just trash yeah so you know Mm -hmm. but it was just like I don't know it was it was a really good experience. I just I think that's the best way I can sum it up is that it was good for that associate and for myself because that associate did also give me the reassurance because I do appreciate people giving me reassurance when I'm there for support. Yeah. And he he did say that uh it was a helpful conversation. Well, and good. that they feel a little bit lighter. Obviously, it's still a new wound, so you know that pain is going to be there for a while right and i said the pain may never leave but you just deal with it better along the journey which we have mentioned in one of our episodes <laughs> by the way so uh you know thank you mindset talks podcast for giving me a little hand here with uh supporting people in the community <laughs> this is exactly the whole point of this podcast you know mm-hmm. so um it was really that was another reason why it was rewarding because i just i was able to use my resources given you know, to me, from my personal experiences, from our experiences we're sharing here on the podcast, to be able to help somebody else out just as we're destined to do. Yeah. And that's huge, too, you know, because you you could have handled that situation totally different. You could have just right. like, sat there and listened. You could have not shared your personal experiences. But you mm-hmm. are really good at the one thing I <laughs> need to work on this year, which is being personable. <laughs> the P word. <laughs> 
So, I mean, I think that that's, you know, that's cool too, that you're, you're in a place now, because it might not have been this way a few years ago, where you were in a place to where you can actually sit there and listen to them, number one, and then relate Mm -hmm. and kind of like just have that dialogue and that back and forth with each other. So I think that's huge too. And I think it shows a lot of growth on yourself as well. Um, Thank you. Because, you know, I think that we have both hit like a, a point where now is a little easier to kind of like address and like talk about things a little more openly yes. um, than, you know, we would have been a couple of years ago. So a little bitch, a lot more openly, <laughs> like for one, like for you, I remember the first episode you were saying stuff and I'm like, I didn't even know like <laughs> I didn't even know. So we're going to change that a little more openly to a lot more openly because yes, we would yes. be lying to our listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we would be, but, and you know, it's a work in progress here. I'm trying. And the fact that I'm even talking about anything at all is huge growth for me. So, you know, it's huge. Like it is freaking huge. Okay. So yeah. there's but a lot of growth here. Definitely. And I think that that kind of, goes back to the other point too to where you know you're right I didn't really talk to anybody that was close to me when I was going through anything like yes I would provide you guys with like updates and let like letting you guys know like how things are going but I wouldn't get into the details and like everything that like I'm really dealing with um so for me I mean, I don't really, I guess, we, I don't know if we, we don't really have anything designed as being like an open door policy at my job, but I mm-hmm. kind of just created that <laughs> because <laughs> I needed to. Okay, initiator. <laughs> um, so like how I believe I brought it up before too, is um, when I was actually going through it, like the nitty gritty of everything, um, I had actually opened up to a coworker at work because she was the only other person I had known at the time that went through losing a parent and I just really needed to like talk to someone, especially because a lot of this stuff that was going on when I wasn't in the hospital was happening when I was at work. And so, you know, trying to deal with that and then work stuff on top of that is extremely difficult. And sometimes you just need to kind of have that like outlet. And so I would go into like details with her one because it was happening like in that moment, but also it just kind of felt a little better to like just talk, obviously not a stranger because we work together but just not someone that who really knows you at that like intimate level Mm -hmm. um still you know for me it was really helpful but like in the moment and like when I look back at it I'm still kind of like "Eh," like was that appropriate you know because like sometimes like I would be like crying and like the poor person Mm -hmm. like does not do well with like tears (laughs) (laughs) so sorry about that but it really did help me at the end of the day um and so you know, I don't know. It was just like easier than coming to you and like crying mm-hmm. to you on the phone or something and being like, oh, like this just happened. Like, I know you would have listened. Right. Right. But I don't know. It just would have been different, especially because you weren't going through this at the time either. Yeah. So, so it's just, yeah. you didn't know what you're going to get. And you just like didn't want to have expectations on the responses that you're going to get from the person that you were venting or talking to. Right. It's just because it's like, I don't know. I personally, don't want to give like people in my circle the opportunity to fail because I feel like I need a specific kind of response or, mm-hmm. you know, like a specific kind of feedback. But if I go to someone who I really don't have expectations of, 
like I just need to get this out it does it does help to like make it a little bit easier because it's just like I don't know what the hell you're going to say or do but listen this is what I got right now and I need to get it off my chest (laughs) right you know and then also too it's so it's it's I don't want to say like respectable or respectful but it's nice when other people like that person who was there for you Mm. are able to put themselves aside and realize that it's not always about ourselves Mm -hmm. but we have to work as a community and be there for each other right and you know they did that and I think that's big on their part as well if they wanted to be there or not they were there you know right (laughs) like we're not obligated to do anything but it's not at all you know yeah right like uh you done cried a hundred times this week i'm over this shit you got to go somewhere else you know right yeah could have been different. Get hit with any of that so Mm-mm. that's that's great but yeah it definitely does make living through this a little easier because i'm able to talk about it and not harbor my feelings so much and can just i guess engage with more people who have experienced the same Mm-hmm. Because, you know, not that like you going through it before I even have like isn't enough of someone that going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that, you know, there's a, a community of people who literally, you know, have the same pains and then not just knowing that there's a community, but knowing some of the people in the community also helps to make a difference. Because I've right. come across quite a few people that I even work with at my job right now mm-hmm. that are are missing a parent you know and it's not like they're all older than me either yeah so it's crazy yeah it's just like oh gosh like i feel you like <laughs> i feel you <laughs> yeah but you know and you can read people obviously if they're co-workers and you've worked with them long enough you know who you can and can't talk to about that stuff exactly definitely you know, i don't i don't talk to everyone about it but yeah I've gotten to I've gotten to pull a little bit out out of a few people. Just got <laughs> got them to share a little bit of their life info and stuff like that. So yeah, but, you know, it wasn't it wasn't to be malicious. It was just I'm I'm a curious person, and I just have an acquiring mind, and I just like to know kind of how other people function and process from certain things. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's definitely interesting when you do find people that you can have that conversation with, and just see the differences you know even when we had crystal Mm -hmm. on the show and we talked to her and just hearing her perspective and things you know it's it's always eye-opening and i do think it is helpful because you just i don't know you just like get that platform to just kind of like get it off of your chest and it just Mm -hmm. helps relieve it just a little bit Mm -hmm. yes i definitely agree on that but yeah that was that's been my oh that's been on my mind lately that's just been my key reflection on how much more I'm able to share these experiences because like you said, right after going through it, there was no talking about it. Mm -mm. Like I waited quite some time to even get a therapist to even talk to them about it, let alone to just talk to anyone else. So kudos to you for that. Cause I remember I was going through it like really bad one day at work. I don't remember specifically like what happened, but it was just like therapy was like just on my mind, like so heavy, mm-hmm. like a couple of days or whatever. And I and through my job, we have um like this whole EAP, like um employee assistance program or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And they provide different kind of like therapy and stuff like that for you. And I 
drafted this email to like sign up for it for like a bereavement counselor or whatever. And I, I think I, I did hit send and they like responded back and like, you know, it's kind of like a little back and forth, like chatter about like how to like set up an appointment and stuff. But then mm-hmm. like, I just like stopped responding. Cause I'm like, you know what? I just, I can't <laughs> like go through with this. Cause like, oh. I really, it was like on the top of like my heart. Like I really felt like I had to like find someone to talk about. Cause it was really like fucking with me. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I just, I couldn't bring myself to, to actually like make the appointment and sit down and, and talk to somebody about it. I just, I couldn't do it. Oh my gosh. I wonder how much different or same you would be if you did follow through with that. I just wonder how it would have impacted you if any impact at all. Yeah, I don't know. And that that was probably, it might have been like a year after, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe between like a year and two years after, like I just felt like the need that like I just, I had to start talking about this, yeah. um, but I, I couldn't do it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so here I am today starting a podcast four years later. <laughs> yes. Being able to talk about it a little bit better, so. I guess maybe for this yeah and it's a little more rewarding too because yeah I can go and sit to you know talk to like a therapist or whatever but yes it helps me but I've never been the person to try to help me I'm always like trying to help other people so I guess this is kind of a way to help me and others at the same time look at you double dipping (laughs) (laughs) two birds with one stone yes (laughs) is that that weird (laughs) thing Every time. See, my dad always just reminds me, like, hey, bitch. Happy <laughs> kaboo. I'm here. Oh, my goodness. I, but I have gotten enough throat appointments, I think, that I know that I don't have anything wrong with me. So I'm just. Right. Just a little froggy. That's all. Whatever. Just a little worked up around the, you know, topic. No big deal. Per usual. Just, I think I yeah. pretty much always almost tear up every episode. So, you know. Yeah. Work well, in progress. I got you, girl. I got you. But. Hey. That's all I got for gems today, girl. I just wanted well, to to share my inner thoughts. What you got? Um. Well, just on the topic of my daddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the time this episode drops on Tuesday, my dad's birthday will be the next day, February second, Groundhog Day. And yes, it was also one of his favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I laughed so hard. So I just have to put it out there now and just uh, ask everybody if you would like to go ahead and buy a Boston cream donut in his honor because it was his favorite and I will be doing so. And if everybody else would like to hop on the bandwagon, (laughs) go ahead and get yourself a donut or an eclair or cake, you know, whatever, as long as it's Boston cream. In honor of Cass's daddy. Mm-hmm. And also take a picture with this Boston cream yes. or eclair or cake and tag us at Mindset Talks Podcast on Instagram if you're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So that way we can uh, see everyone who's enjoying and honoring Cassie's dad. That'd be so cool, actually. It, no, I, I think it would be like the dope <laughs> shit. So <laughs> y'all better post it because we want to see it. <laughs> No pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Not at all. (laughs) But that's all. I just wanted to to just put that out there because it's going to be dropping around the same time frame. Um, And I'll steal Amanda's thunder and remind everybody to make sure that you go ahead and (laughs) 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 follow us on all of your favorite platforms to include Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And while you're at it, go ahead and click that like button. 
Don't forget to comment something. And if you're not already, subscribe. Subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's so much under. But what she said, I agree. All that. Please do. We'll be waiting for you. (laughs) But thank you for tuning in again. We definitely appreciate everyone's love and support. And until the next episode. Talk to you guys later.